baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. President Biden answers the question. When is every American who wants it going to be able to get a vaccine? By the end of July of this year. But for right now... Mount Sinai cancels all first-dose appointments, blaming a shift of vaccine to government-run sites. I'm Marla Diamond on the Upper East Side. One state is looking optimistically to spring. Hope for weddings and big parties in Connecticut. We're going to greatly increase the capacity there. I'm Sean Adams in Greenwich. Bitcoin up again this morning. Is this the future of money? The digital asset has doubled in value in less than two months. Incredible comeback for the shorthanded Nets. James Harden has led them all the way back. This is Brad Heller. We will update the News Radio archives for this date's milestones and hear about a Jersey girl on American Idol. My parents are high profile political figures. Claims of exploitation on the new season of American Idol. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Wednesday, February 17th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Morning, it's Wayne Cabot, and we are looking at some more dicey weather in the forecast. Not for today. It should be dry and sunny and cold, but tomorrow could bring us some significant snow in parts of the area. We'll break it all down in just a couple of minutes with Craig Allen. On this day, they pushed the button to blow up the dilapidated Trump Plaza Hotel in Atlantic City. I'm tired of talking about Trump. The quote last night from President Biden at a Milwaukee town hall meeting. For four years, all that's been in the news is Trump, he said, and the next four years should be about the American people. The nation is not divided, Biden insisted, admitting there are fringes on both ends and promising to address what he said is our greatest domestic terror threat, white supremacy, he said. Asked about reopening schools, well, within 100 days, close to every school child in America, he said, should be able to go back five days a week. But he says we have to take steps to get there. It's smaller classes, more ventilation making sure that everybody has masks and is socially distanced, meaning you have less, fewer students in one room. At the CNN Town Hall, the moderator, Anderson Cooper, asked the question we're all asking, when is every American who wants it going to be able to get a vaccine? He says summertime, specifically. By the end of July, we'll have over 600 million doses, enough to vaccinate every single American. When you say... 
Well, hold your applause because getting shots is getting harder, not easier for many of us right now. Case in point this morning, New York City, Long Island, and Westchester, people with appointments in the Mount Sinai hospital system are being told, forget it for now. Marla Diamond is live on that story. Marla, good morning. What is the story? Good morning, Wayne. Some of these appointments were made weeks in advance. The Mount Sinai Health System has canceled thousands of first-dose appointments for patients and employees until February 23rd. In a letter obtained by the Gothamist website, Mount Sinai's chief medical officer cited the rapid expansion of eligibility in New York to people with pre-existing conditions and a shift of vaccine to government-run sites. This is not the first time Mount Sinai has been forced to cancel first-dose appointments. A shortage in mid-January forced the rescheduling of hundreds of appointments across the hospital system. Supply has been the major issue. It rose for the last week in January, but dropped slightly by about 3,000 doses last week. A spokesman for the Cuomo administration tells The Post Mount Sinai should stop scheduling beyond its means. Any guidance, Marla, for people with these canceled appointments? What do they do now? Uh, Back to the drawing board. Essentially, according to the Gothamist and to the New York Post, people were told uh, that their vaccine appointments would be canceled and they were not given a new date. This was not the case back in January where appointments were rescheduled. Right now, Mount Sinai says it just does not have the vaccine uh, to get to these people and that they will, will have to reschedule their appointments for a future date. Marla Diamond, thank you very much. Uh, We're hoping for better news there. We'll keep you posted, of course. There is better news again in Connecticut. And Sean Adams is in Greenwich this morning. Sean, what did the governor say about further reopenings there? Well, there's some good news here. If COVID forced you to postpone your nuptials, you might be able to start planning again. Uh, With the COVID stats dropping, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont aims to ease some restrictions by March 19th. So commercial venues, they would be able to host events with up to 100 people indoors, 200 people outdoors. Event planners tell us you need time to plan, so that's why we're giving you a month to plan this. And um, I know you want some guarantees. Uh, We can have a big wedding in July. Um, I can't give you any guarantees, but right now the trends are good, and that's why we're giving you this reopening for... uh, you know, uh, events uh, starting on March 19th. And that's really good news for the 32,000 people who work in the catering catering industry. Wayne? Any news on vaccine, Sean? Yes. uh, Also coming soon, an expansion of vaccine eligibility. So next week, you can expect an announcement about the next wave, including educators, frontline essential workers, and people with medical conditions that put them at high risk. The focus right now is seniors, 65 and up. Governor Lamont is 67, so he has received his first shot. It's expected to take about a month to work through this group. Uh, Meanwhile, health officials, uh, they're closely monitoring some developments. Uh, We're talking about the variants. So in Connecticut, you now have the first patient uh, with the South African strain and uh, several dozen people with the U.K. strain. Sean, live this morning, thank you. On the WCBS Morning News Roundup, stock futures indicating a lower opening this morning, at least for now. Joe Connolly is here with the ways that employees are finding fun in their careers again. Joe. Wayne, this is not for everybody. But New Jersey HR firm owner Steve Sweeney says some employees who've been downsized and some who've not are voluntarily leaving large companies and going to work for smaller, mid-sized businesses instead. 
the burn in some of these bigger companies, you know, there, there's a massive amount of pressure. You know, a lot of them are publicly traded. You know, a lot of the decisions and things, you know, that they have to do are, are obviously because of stockholders, you know, and, and, you know, financial metrics. So when you go through these iterations in your career, maybe after you've seen some of what you've seen in a big corporation, sometimes you want that feel of what it was like when you first started out. And I think that's drawing some people back into you know, some of these smaller groups. Steve Sweeney says going back to their roots gives some people their energy back with less pressure, and sometimes it's more fun again. Experts often say do not try to make a hobby a business. Keep it a hobby. And advice to follow your passion that we've heard about for years, that's one thing for college students, but it's becoming discredited in some ways too. People now say do what you're good at for a job. Some go back to an earlier interest that they had, maybe that they hadn't pursued, they go back to that. But generally, the experts say it's best not to go back to hobbies or passions because hobbies and passions may not pay. Wayne? Something else that may not pay is gambling at casinos, but looks like there could be a new one in Connecticut. We'll hear about that, excuse me, on Long Island, I meant to say. There already are a couple in Connecticut. The Long Island story coming up next. Many more financial service companies are allowing customers to purchase Bitcoin, and payment companies like PayPal and MasterCard have said they would integrate Bitcoin into their payments networks. That is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News money analyst, on what we're seeing again this morning, the surge in Bitcoin, surpassing now $51,000, up 5% at last check. She says this cryptocurrency has now gone mainstream. Tesla saying it will accept Bitcoin as payment for electric cars. We heard that last week. And where this goes, no one knows. Now in the morning news roundup, the WCBS Exergen forecast, and here with the weather day ahead today and something even more promising for tomorrow, Craig Allen. Yeah, we have the cold that's already back in. Yesterday, 51 briefly, and now it's down to 25 in the city, teens in the north and west suburbs, wind chills in the teens and single digits. We are right back to where we were. Today's high only around freezing. Tonight's low in the mid-20s, near 20 inland. Tomorrow... Let's talk about that snow, which could start during the morning commute, at least coming up from the south and west to start it off and then making its way to the city during the morning commute and then uh, spreading up into the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, Long Island, too. So it's, it's all snow at the start for everybody, and it comes down hard at times as well. Now, during Thursday evening, Thursday night, the coast may start to see a mix or a change to sleet and rain. The city could be included in that for a little while. Temperatures will rise degree or two, maybe uh, right around the freezing mark while it's coming down Thursday night. And then it does go back to snow before tapering off. And it may last right on into Friday afternoon, Friday evening before it finally does taper down. Right now, I'm going to estimate the low end, four to eight inches of snow for most of the region. Uh, There will be a stripe or two of five to 10, six to 12. That's going to be very hard to pinpoint. But right now, best guesses would be across uh, 78 and 80 corridor in sections of New Jersey. And uh, some maps have it going across Long Island, in fact. But uh, right now, I think there's going to be some mixing right across the island as well as down the Jersey Shore. In the city right now, we have a temperature of 25, humidity 46%. The wind chill is 15. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A lot of the buzz in the Hamptons this morning is about this, the new casino. 
After 20 years of dashed hopes, the Shinnecock Indian Nation now says it can legally build and will open a casino on its reservation in Southampton Village. Boy, it looked really bad for the Nets last night for a while there. Missing Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and way down. And then Brad Heller, here we go again. They pulled it off. Hey, good morning, Wayne. James Harden putting the Nets on his back. They were down by 24. Harden scored 38 points. He had the go-ahead three-pointer with 31 seconds to go. That, believe it or not, the first lead of the game for the Nets, and they held on 128-124 over the Suns in Phoenix. The Suns had won six games in a row. Here's Nets coach and, of course, a Suns legend, Steve Nash. To get an unexpected win, so to speak, when we're down 24 and we're missing guys and you know, on, on, on many nights in this scenario, teams in the NBA fade away and it's over. So for us to find a way to win, uh, regardless of the circumstances, I think it was important for our morale. The Nets were down 21 at halftime. That comeback, the biggest for the franchise since they joined the NBA in 1976. Durant missed a second straight game with a hamstring issue. Kyrie sat out with a sore lower back. The Nets, Wayne, have won four in a row, and they're going to face LeBron and the Lakers tomorrow night in L.A. Hey, Brad, the Devils had just one practice during their two-week COVID shutdown, and they still beat the Rangers at the Garden. Yeah, that famous Allen Iverson line. We're talking about practice. The Devils didn't need it. They scored three goals in the third period for a 5-2 win over the Rangers, who have now lost four games in a row. The Islanders won again, 3-0 over the Sabres in Buffalo. Their point streak up to eight games. Big win for St. John, strengthening the NCAA tournament resume with a 93-84 win over Xavier. The Johnnies now 8-7 and seven in the Big East. And I'm saving Wayne for some, the best for last. Yes. Pitchers and catchers for the Yankees report today. Nets pitchers and catchers report on Friday, but we will hear from manager Luis Rojas. He will address the media from Port St. Lucie this afternoon. We look forward to hearing that every winter because we know it's going to be spring before long. Thank you, Brad. It is the morning news roundup on Wednesday. It's the 17th of February. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Here are three things to know this morning. Number one, now 17 dead from this freezing and snow in Texas. A Texas mayor has resigned for a Facebook post calling his constituents lazy for complaining about power outages. Second thing, the storied Chicago Tribune has been bought by Alden Global Capital, a hedge fund known for cutting jobs and getting rid of newsroom staff. Third thing, France is looking for a few good trees. 1,500, actually, oak trees to rebuild the historic spire of the Notre Dame Cathedral. This is not going to be easy as they have to be between 150 and 200 years old. They have to be two to three feet in diameter, very straight, and they have to be cut down by the end of next month to avoid the sap rising. Also worth noting this morning, two masks are now required to enter Manhattan federal court buildings. From our news archives now, 88 seconds in sound for February 17th. The 17th of February brings bad memories for the Long Island Railroad. 1995, Colin Ferguson found guilty of pulling a 9mm pistol on the Long Island Railroad, murdering six passengers, wounding 19. Colin Ferguson looked at me for one second and then moved on, and he didn't, you know, for whatever reason, he didn't fire at me. Colin Ferguson was slowly losing his mind, taking five showers a day. Neighbors heard him chant all night long, all the black people are killing all the white people. He said he waited to start his killings until he was beyond the New York City limits, out of respect for Mayor Dinkins. He insisted on defending himself and questioning his own victims on the stand. He's now locked up upstate, serving a 315-year sentence. He showed no remorse. Also on this date, also on the Long Island Railroad, 
31 people died. Two trains collided head-on in Rockville Center in 1950. February 17th is also a day for new beginnings. 2014. This is the first Tonight Show broadcast from New York in over 40 years. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll be your host for now. And it was a new beginning on New York Morning Radio in 1986. 92.3 K-Rock. And I believe I'm starting to get the station on track. Are you? We'll change the attitude around here. Howard Stern changed every rule in morning radio. Oh, and on primetime TV today, backlash about a contestant on the new season of American Idol who's a Jersey girl with a famous mom and dad. I'm Claudia Conway. I'm 16. Variety My is accusing ABC of exploiting the personal struggles of Kellyanne and George Conway's daughter to boost Idol's ratings. The situation got so bad on the home front last month, police were called in when Claudia accused her mother of leaking a nude picture of her. Didn't stop Kellyanne from making an appearance on Idol's season 19 premiere via video to wish her daughter well before she advanced to the next round. The network is reportedly rethinking promos, giving the teenager top billing. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 